Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes from Goodyear, Arizona. Hoynesy, uh, big day out in camp yesterday, the first official workouts uh, for the full squad. And Stephen Vogt uh, had a chance to uh, give his first speech as uh, as the manager in front of the entire uh, traveling party there. Uh, what were you able to uh, to sort of glean from uh, what went down after, after Vogt gave his speech? Yeah, I think it went over well, Joe. Uh, I was talking to Logan Allen. He said he really got the he got the locker room fired up with the the speech. And uh, you know, a vote uh, was talking about uh, this, um, you know, being a uh, you know kind of a fresh page. Uh, you know, turn the page on last season, on and uh, this is a fresh opportunity, a new day, um, and uh, a, and just uh, you know a new start. Uh, for a lot of the players in that locker room that may have, uh, you know, been looked at one way by the old staff. Now they have a, you know, a, a fresh, you know, more than a fresh pair of eyes on them, but they've got a chance to uh, do something and, uh, you know, uh, take advantage of the opportunity. So I think it was more about opportunity and fresh starts. And uh, that kind of makes sense with the new season coming up. Yeah. When that hierarchy of, you know, the, the depth chart uh, sort of, doesn't get thrown out the window because obviously your, your veteran guys and your established guys are going to be there. Uh, but for, for some guys who are, are trying to win jobs or, or, you know, even make the opening day roster, uh, they've got to be excited about this. Uh, you know, a guy like Tyler Freeman has to be looking at this as, you know, I've got to go, uh, you know, just all out in, in every drill and, and show these guys that, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big league, you know, player right now. And, and, you know, he's, he spent uh, the year up and down and, and, you know, what's, you know, any other guys besides Freeman that, that re- you can identify as, as really uh, being able to take advantage of that new opportunity, that fresh start. Oh yeah, Joe, there's a roster full of them. You, you know, a guy like uh, uh, Brian Rocchio, uh, you know, was really didn't get that much of a look last season in the big leagues, had a great triple A season, but you know, he's competing for the shortstop job. And like you said, Tyler Freeman has really, really got an opportunity to put his best foot forward. Gabriel Arias, you know, that whole, that whole competition at shortstop, all those guys, you know, have a, a fresh set of eyes on them, a fresh, you know, a set of uh, evaluators on them. And uh, it's, it's up to them now to uh, take advantage of that. 
Um, you know, guys uh, like uh, new guys in camp, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 Davis, Davis and De Los Santos, um, uh, you know, uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Manzardo, uh, you know, guys like that, uh, you know, really, you know, they're starting fresh. You know, they're they're right. You know, there's no preconceived uh, uh, notion about them. So they've they've got a chance to come into camp here and really kind of put the, you know, really make an imprint. Yeah, uh, we'll get to, to De Los Santos here uh, in a minute. But uh, there's guys uh, on the, the non-roster invitees as well. I'm thinking about a guy like a Tyler Zuber who, you know, had had found some success uh, elsewhere. And uh, now he's he's uh, trying to win a job in the bullpen. Uh, is is that a guy who, who might get a, a longer look or, or you know, uh, get a, a, a conversation where they say, hey, look, if you start the season off in, in AAA, we're going to need you at some point. Yeah, I think so. You know, that, that bullpen's going to be tough to crack, I think, Joe. Uh, you know, they, they've got a lot of, uh, you know, they've got a lot of guys that have pitched there for two or three years, and it's not like they're all veterans either. You know, it's not like they're on the downside of their uh, careers. So uh, I think the bullpen is going to be a tough spot to win a job in. But, yet, you know, you need you, – you you never get by with uh, 12 or 13 pitchers in a full season. You're, you're going to need – you know, they used, what, 12 starters last year. So you're going to need some uh, some guys that are, you know, some f- guys that are flexible, that can go up and down, that have the uh, options to go up and down between AAA and, and the big leagues. Well, speaking of a veteran, uh, there was a a veteran move uh, that was pulled uh, after the speech as the the players all filtered out onto the uh, the backfields there to to start their stretching and, and running uh, the first full squad workout yesterday. Uh, Carlos Carrasco uh, approached Yohoinzi, and and why don't you tell us uh, what happened with that? Yeah, Joe, I was struggling to uh, take a video of the first, you know, they're all, all the players were, uh, you know, gathering to, to start the workout. And I was kind of like, you know, trying to get in position to uh, to take a video of it. And Carlos comes up, he goes, I'll help you out. And he grabs the phone and, you know, turns it on and just walks in and out of, you know, like the 60 players in camp, you know, saying, uh, you know, this, you know, first day workouts, you know, what, how do you guys feel? You know, he's talking in Spanish and English and, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. And it was like, you know, he just, he was walking through the crowd. So it was, it was a good moment. It was, it surprised me. Yeah. The, the video was fun. Uh, you know, he goes right up to, to Eli Morgan, Miles Straw, Gavin Williams was there uh, working on his golf swing uh, a little bit. So, you know, you got to see uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit closer than some of the access that the uh, the reporters are given. Uh, they kind of have to stand off to the side; they can't get right up on the field. But, but Cookie grabbed the phone and just uh, just went to town. I think uh, I think more of us should give our phones to uh, to the uh, the players to see what, uh, what 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 should come of it. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, and he and he held it vertical too, Joe. He knew he knew how to, he knew to hold it to hold it vertical. He knew how to turn it off and on. And he, you know, we we got to do it in sixty seconds. I think he did it like in forty five, fifty seconds. He came in under the wire too. You know, I think Carlos has a future here. Yeah, that's uh, his his next uh, his next career is going to be uh, commentary at some point. Uh, maybe maybe on TV uh, for for somebody. Uh, would love to see him do that. Uh, so then, you know, they go through their their stretching and their running. Uh, they take some infield, and uh, you were able to watch some batting practice. Uh, you know, uh, just live at bats. Uh, what did you see from Shane Bieber? 
yeah, Bieber looked good. You know, it's always pitchers are always ahead of the hitters now. You know, that's a trite saying, but at this point of spring training, you know, uh, pitchers just kind of overmatch the hitters unless, you know, they really want to let the hitters hit. But, uh, you know, it looked like Bobby, uh, 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 Bobby Bieber, uh, Logan Allen, uh, they they really threw well yesterday, I thought, and uh, you know they're they're uh, you know they look they I, I was talking to Allen, he said that's about his third live BP since he's been here. You know Bieber looked really sharp, uh, so those guys you know have a little bit of an edge over the hitters right now. I don't think the hitters are real crazy about going in there and, and facing uh, full speed. Uh, you know guys throwing 90, 95 miles an hour quite yet. Right. And some of the guys, some of the veteran guys just go up there and they, they stand there and they track. They don't even swing sometimes or, you know, the first couple of at bats, they don't swing. And, you know, just to get their timing and, and tracking pitches that way. Do uh, d- did you see a lot of uh, breaking stuff or off speed stuff out of out of any of these guys or are we, we leaning a little more fastballs early in camp right now? It looked like Bieber was throwing all his pitches to me. You know, I thought he, he was throwing everything. Uh, I couldn't tell. And, and Bobby was throwing hard. Bobby was throwing hard, but I thought he was throwing his, all his stuff too. So those are the two guys I kind of uh, looked at. You know, Joe, it's funny that you should say that some guys just track pitches, you know, some of the veterans. I remember in Winter Haven when Eddie Murray was was with the club. Like for the first week, he wouldn't even get in the cage. He would just stand behind the cage and look at it, look at pitches. And he would say, there shall, there shall be no wine before it's time. Yeah, that's uh that's a classic uh, uh, line from, uh, from Eddie Murray. I, I, I can just imagine, I mean, but, but Eddie Murray, you know, hall of famer, he, he doesn't have to get in there and, and, that's and right. swings or anything like that. I'm, I'm thinking you, you would know if Bieber was using his complete arsenal uh, if he was throwing all of his pitches, if, uh, you know, if David Fry, as he's facing him, is is walking away cursing out loud because, you know, he threw something filthy because, you know, I, I think the uh, the level of, uh, of of curse words might uh, might go up if, if Bieber's, you know, uh, got guys out on their front foot or, or swinging and missing the balls in the dirt. Uh, it, we, we saw, like you mentioned, uh, Tyler uh, Tanner Bybee. Uh, he looked good, uh, looked healthy. No, no issues with his hip at all. Uh, I think he's 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 back in, in camp at full go, right? Oh yeah, and I think you know we we talked to him at uh, uh, what a guards fest, uh, and he said he was healthy. He said he was you know he felt great. Like two weeks after the season, he was he was ready to go. So yeah, and there's no restrictions on him. All right, I want to remind our listeners uh, if you want to get updates from Hoinsey out in uh, Arizona, sent directly to your phone. Uh, join Subtext, our uh, our subscription texting service. It's three ninety nine a month. Uh, you can log on to cleveland.com slash subtext or go to uh, send a text message to 216-208-4346 uh, to sign up there. Uh, Hoinsey, uh, big question, big, uh, uh, you know, what, what's going on with uh, Davis and De Los Santos? Uh, we, uh, you, you spoke to Stephen Vote. What's, uh, where is he getting the majority of his reps right now, uh, in the field? Yeah, Joe, I'm, you know, you had mentioned that, uh, you had asked if he was working out in the outfield and he, and it turns out he's been working out in right field and left field since early January. So, you know, he came out here early. He's, you know, he, obviously De Los Santos is a rule five guy they picked up from Arizona. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, what, a corner corner infielder by trade. But, uh, you know, he's he's trying to, you know, win a spot in the outfield or help them 
out in the outfield. And, uh, you know, a vote has been very impressed with him. He says he moves well. He's, he's got a good arm. And he, and the biggest thing he's, they said, uh, and this was vote and Mike Chernoff, the general manager said the power is real. You know, this is a guy that he's 20 years old and hit 20 home runs at double A last year. Uh, so, you know, they still have to kind of figure out where he plays and if he fits on the roster. But, uh, you know, it looks like uh, they, they went after him to find power and they've got the power. Now they just got to find a spot on the roster for him. Yeah. How does how does his move to right field sort of change things uh, with the roster and the, and the way that, you know, at least from our perspective, we're, we're thinking about it being configured? Does that mean, uh, you know, Ramon Laureano and uh, uh, De Los Santos maybe make up the right field tandem? Uh does does that push somebody else, uh, you know, to a to another uh, spot, or can he be a you know a fifth guy and, and maybe DH a little bit? Uh, where, where do you think he fits when the when they put that roster together? Yeah, I think I think you hit the nail on the head, Joe. I think he can play a little right field. He can play, you know, he can back up uh, Jose Ramirez at third. He can DH. He can play first base. You know, the more versatile you can be, the better chances he. Uh, you 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 have making a ball club, and uh, you know obviously if he doesn't make the club, if they don't keep him on the roster, they've got to ch- turn him, give uh, Arizona a chance to take him back. So uh, you know this is a big spring for him. But I, I like what Volt said. He said, "Look at, uh, you know, he said there's no pressure on you. You've just got to you've got a you're, you've got a great chance here to make a club, and if you don't, you go go back to your old club. And you know there's no pressure on you, so just go out." And, uh, you know, kind of put your best foot forward. Yeah, and that's a, a great message to send. It, it, it uh, you know, clears his head and gets him to, to go out there. Uh, I'm waiting for uh, the first video of, of him hitting a, uh, hitting one of those uh, uh, airplanes out in uh, in the outfield there. Uh, <laughs> at the, uh, you know, what uh, hitting some uh, Framnail-type shots in, in batting practice. So we'll, we'll wait for that. Um, as far as, uh, you know, we're, we're sort of heading towards the weekend, and Saturday is the – the first game, the first Cactus League game, always against the Reds there at Goodyear Ballpark. Uh, what have you heard about that game and, and the details there? Yeah, Joe, uh, uh, you know, they're not ready to uh, name a starting pitcher. At least Cleveland isn't. Uh, you know, they're going to go through these uh, bullpen sessions. I mean, these batting practice sessions right now. You know, they started yesterday. They'll continue today and tomorrow. And then it sounded like Stephen Vogt, uh We'll name a name a starter in the next couple of days. Uh, you, you know, I don't think it's going to be Bieber or, or uh, you know, Tristan McKenzie. I don't think it's going to be, a, you know, one of those uh, the, the the main starters. I think it'd probably be a guy, you know, like a like, you know, kind of a depth guy, maybe Hunter Gaddis, something like that. You know, a guy like that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you threw Gaddis out there as a name. It's a, uh, maybe a guy who they're they're thinking about for sure. Uh, it, it all depends on, you know, the, the timing of things. And, you know, this isn't a guy who they're, they're going to think, uh, is going to go, uh, very deep into, uh, you know, the start. It's, it's probably one inning each for, for a lot of these guys, unless they only throw a few pitches, but, uh, it, it doesn't carry the weight uh, as much as it does, uh, for, for Bieber, you know, in, in terms of, uh, his what fifth consecutive opening day start, if he gets to that point in, uh, uh, in the regular season. Oh yeah, yeah, and and they, you know, I'm sure they want to kind of ease uh, Bieber and McKenzie into this thing. You know, they're not gonna they're not gonna be coming out and starting the uh, Cactus League opener. 
And, uh, you know, so usually if you if you went back and, and checked who started the games, the first Cactus League games for uh, Cleveland over the uh, the last you know, 10, 15 years, I think you'd be surprised. You know, there's those, they aren't the, uh, they aren't the Cy, they don't have the Cy Young pedigree to, uh, you know, not, no knocks, but, you know, I think they just, it's a placeholder, basically. You mean Jeffrey Rodriguez wasn't, uh, uh, yeah, a Jeffrey guy that Rod- you, that's uh, the guy I was thinking that's of. Exactly <laughs> who I was thinking of when you were describing that. So, way to go, Hoinsey. Hey, speaking of, uh, guys, uh, going out there and, and, and playing hard and, and playing the right way. Uh, Josh Naylor, uh, you know, did something that, that Stephen Vogt took notice of in the first workout. Uh, what did Stephen Vogt say about Naylor? Yeah, Naylor, I think he must have been fired up from Vogt's speech because uh, during one of the infield drills, uh, he was diving for diving for a, you know, a ground ball and came up his whole, his whole jersey or sweatshirt or whatever he was wearing was covered with dirt, you know, like the first day of spring training, the first full squad workout, you know, uh, Josh Naylor's down and dirty, you know, diving around and, uh, you know, Volt loved it. He was, he was saying, uh, you know, I'd love to watch this guy play. You know, he goes all out the minute he steps on the field or in the gym, you know, he's, he's, all, you know, he's that, that's the way he is and I, I was gonna I was I wanted to ask him if he if he was prepared to get headbutted but I didn't you know I I figured I'd save that for another day yeah there'll be plenty of time to talk about headbutts down the road and and you know uh, vote might be giving out his own headbutts later on uh, this season who knows uh it, it could be the case uh the funny thing about Naylor he goes out and you see all these guys out there in the uh the new uh batting practice jerseys and the the uniforms that Everybody's wearing the new red hat and the the new Nike jerseys and, you know, good, bad, or indifferent people have their thoughts on those. Josh Naylor's out there with uh, a stocking cap and a cutoff uh, uh, sweatshirt, <laughs> and, and you're telling me he's out there diving in the dirt. You know, yeah. it, it, can't be, yeah. it, it can't be warm enough, uh, you know, or it can't be cold enough for him to need a sweatshirt out there. No, yeah, and he's still got, the, yeah, I don't think, I, that's just his look, I think, you know. He's, he's just built differently, I think. <laughs> yeah, and you should have seen, Joe, I know you were talking about the, uh, some of Kai Correa's uh, new infield drills, and this was one of them, that's when it happened. Um, it's, it's this weird drill that the, um, the infielders line up between, between the, the first, the first base foul line and the dugout fence, you know, they're about level mm-hmm. with first base and then there's a pitching machine back at home plate. And, uh, you know, uh, Travis Fryman is, is feeding fat, you know, fat, you know, shooting fastballs at him, baseballs at these guys. And they're, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of moving they're, they you know, they they catch one hoppers, they catch line drives, and they get closer and closer to the machine. It's oh. it's a heck of a drill. <laughs> I mean, you got to pay attention, or you're going to catch one right between the eyes. Uh, that would be interesting to 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 see to just to follow uh, Correa's different drills and, and different things that he's been doing, and and get the reaction of the uh, the infielders, uh, you know, as they're as they're progressing through camp right now, because obviously it's it's something uh, a lot of them have seen. Uh, before coming up with Correa when he was in the organization before, but uh, you know he's he's known for having developed all these drills, and uh, it, it's very interesting to to hear that you know hear you describe what one of these drills looked like. So uh, a lot of fun there. Uh, the uh, the big news I don't know I don't know if it was big news in camp. Uh, 
the uh, the clubhouse crowned a chess champion on Tuesday. Hoinsey, uh, why don't you tell us, uh, you know, who uh, who took home the uh, the crown? Yeah, Stephen Kwan, uh, you know, won the uh, the uh, chess uh, chess competition. Won, you know, won a nice uh, what chunk of change for uh, what uh, for which uh, organization? For the Cleveland Metropolitan School District's chess club. So yeah, uh, there was think- a ten thousand there was a ten thousand dollar pot uh, as uh, for this uh, Slug Champs uh, uh, chess tournament that was set up by this uh, Chess.com, and eight Guardians players participated. Uh, Quan went eight, one and one in the competition. And, uh, you know, he beat his teammates like uh, Will Brennan and uh, Tristan McKenzie. And uh, he's, he takes home the lion's share of that uh, charity money uh, to be distributed to the Cleveland Metropolitan School District's uh, chess club, which I think is uh, is pretty outstanding. That's going to fund those guys being able to go to chess competitions and 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 continue the relationship between uh, the Guardians and, uh, you know, uh, the the chess club there, I believe, at John Marshall and, and other schools. So uh, a lot of a uh, lot of fun out there at camp. Good way to break things up as, uh, um, you know, as, as spring training tends to get a little monotonous. Uh, looking forward to a competition like that is something the guys uh, can can definitely do. Uh, all right, Hoinsey, that's going to wrap up today's edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. We'll have more from you in uh, Arizona uh, as the week progresses. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll check back in with you tomorrow. Good deal, Joe.